Welcome to the Rooted Tomorrow podcast. I am your host, Teeny. And I am your host, Jafon. You guys obviously can't see this, but he had to take a whiff of his blue spruce essential oil. What is a blue spruce? A tree. It this is isn't a spruce Dr. Seuss. Tree. It's black spruce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Dr. That was pretty good, Jay. Anyways, welcome to our podcast. We are thrilled to have you guys here. We have a really fun episode for you today. Um, But really quick, this podcast is, again, a resource for parents to have conversations, gain new perspectives, and encourage you as you continue down the journey of parenthood. Amen. Amen. So I – how this – how this episode came up is I was talking with my friends about just like how embarrassing kids are and the things that they say out loud because my kids are four and eight and they are in this like this phase of just like being inappropriate literally 24 seven like you ask them a question and they respond with like poop or fart like and they just think it's so funny like they don't even answer your question but here, here's the problem is that it happens all the time, Jay. Like I will literally be at a grocery store and they don't have indoor voices. They don't. So we're literally in a grocery store and I'm like, Ollie, is there a specific cereal you want? And he's like, fart cereal. <laughs> and then does Jack laugh? <laughs> yes. And then they start doing it back and forth and then they think farts and poop and they think it's all so funny. And so I was telling them how embarrassing it was that literally I can't have a conversation with my kids no matter where we are because of this. Like that's all they want to do is talk about farts and poop. And so anyways, we got some embarrassing stories chimed up for you guys. And I am going to ask you, Jay, to share an embarrassing story. Obviously, yours probably aren't going to be as good because baby Jay is so little. So try to baby, keep up. Baby Jay acts very mature. Um, so yeah, there's, there's none. Well, okay. So I know you have some, you have to have a funny or it doesn't even necessarily have to be embarrassing. Just a funny story with baby J. I may have mentioned this early on the podcast when we went for his one year old birthday, we went to North Georgia to the mountains. Do you remember that? And we went on a nice little hiking experience and, uh, we have this little, um, it's like a shoulder strap that he can sit in. So he's on my shoulders when we're walking. And obviously, when a little baby is on your shoulders, especially a baby who wears a diaper and is not fully potty trained, you have to be pretty aware of, you know, he, they're going to use the bathroom eventually. We brought diapers along with us, but like, where are you going to change a baby's diaper in the middle of like the wilderness? Like literally you know, on a rock. <laughs> yeah, on a rock. We did see a snake. Anyways, um, so about halfway through, well, we got to a place where we couldn't cross over because uh, the river was just a little bit too high and we didn't want to wade through that with him on my shoulders. And on our way back, all of a sudden, I felt like this warmth on my shoulder. And it was a warm day, but the warmth on my shoulder wasn't necessarily from the sun. It was from my son. 
And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me add a little drum roll there. Um, but it wasn't poo. It was pee. And an interesting thing, and I don't know if parents out there have realized this when your child is really small. It's like pee and poo isn't as gross as you think it is until they probably get a little bit older. Then it gets a little bit more serious. But I say that because, you know, like you get pee on your hand or whatever. It's not like disgusting. Pee on your neck. You could wash it off. But, uh, you know, (laughs) I don't know. That's not that embarrassing. That's just like, I mean, who hasn't been peed or pooed on before? Have you? I mean, yeah, I had like the classic golden shower from Ollie when he was probably like three days home. Oh, wait, we should have done a trigger warning. Trigger warning. There's going to be pee and poop talk, friends. They are from Ollie and Jack inspired. (laughs) Sorry about it. But some of the stories I have also have it. So just a quick, broad disclaimer trigger warning there is feces discussed yeah so um, that's that's not that embarrassing though like just wait until they start talking because i have had the classic <laughs> like as a mom or i'm sure as a dad too like when you go to the store with your kids and you have to go to the bathroom you you bring your kids in the stall with you you don't let them hang out like they're with you so i've had the many mom are you pooping so loud so broadcasted to just everybody in the bathroom and then I'm like shh shh no and then Jack will be like oh so you're just peeing you're just peeing now and I'm like yeah Jack thank you (laughs) did you wipe your bum I'm like yeah buddy thank you so you have those classic (laughs) ones but I'm gonna drum up a few really quick um these will be read miscellaneous or miscellaneous (laughs) anonymously (laughs) anonymously and miscellaneous I'm so tired today. It's both of them, anonymous and miscellaneous. Okay, perfect. So these are going to be read anonymously. I will bleep out names, but they're also pretty funny. So we had someone write in. This is a good one. Um, My embarrassing story, my sweet son put us in. He planned out, he planned his, his own birthday party without me knowing. He made invitations, time, place, etc., his mistake, though, was parents were bombing my cell phone asking questions, all while I was working in a meeting. Finally, a coworker interrupted the meeting to, take, to tell me my cell phone was ringing texting off the hook in my office. I was so upset with him, more upset that he didn't tell me he wanted a party. Of course I would have thrown him a party, so we planned a birthday party for him. I harassed him about it forever, pretty sure it was his ninth or 10th birthday. To save him from being harassed at school, we did it at the place he said during the time he said, so no one knew otherwise. <laughs> so her son planned this entire party, made invitations, and gave it to all of his friends. And she had no idea. That's actually pretty clever. It is really clever. Like, let's give that kid some props. And I'm glad that his mom pulled through. Yeah, yeah. Versus saying like, well, now go back and tell everybody that we're not having I a know. party. I know. Yeah, so good follow through on that. Good. Props to mom on that one. Um, Here's another one. This one's a little bit scarier. Uh, We were at dinner with friends on Saturday, and my two-year-old ran all the way out of the restaurant and into the parking lot, into the street, right next to a car pulling out. It was so embarrassing, but also panic-inducing, to say the least. The boy is fast, carrying him back 
in football style while he screamed bloody murder was also a delight. Well, okay. So I think that is a little bit more up my alley (laughs) because baby Jay will just take off. And then obviously if he's taking off and you don't want him to be somewhere and you have to pick him up just last night, he like started this like weird welling. Like, like when he's like mad because he just like knows how to get get to us. So I could only imagine like walking into like a restaurant and he's just wailing. And it's like, what are you supposed to do? You can't like, here's the thing that I feel with that one too, is like, you don't want to bring a crying kid back into a restaurant, but you also can't let them know that's how they get out of going into a restaurant, right? Because if they just run every time exactly. and you don't take them in the restaurant and they're going to be like, oh, all I got to do is run into the parking lot and I won't have to go. So it's like you have to follow through so with true. what you're originally going to do, but it's a lose-lose. Like that poor mom, the poor restaurant goers. Well, in that with like toddlers like that age – if you literally have to keep your eyes on them nonstop because you turn your head for a minute and they're just like, they're gone they're booking it to, in another direction. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever seen this kind of goes with that? Have you ever seen those like kid leashes? Yeah, I think uh, we had you on one when you were little. No, you didn't. <laughs> you should have, but you didn't no. have me on one. But growing up or like when you're, like preparing to have kids, no one is ever like, I am going to have a leash for my kid. Everyone's always anti-leash, right? Like how embarrassing that you have to put a leash on your kid. That must be so terrible. Like you treat your kid like a dog. No, my friends, this is one of those, like don't judge until you are in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I personally don't have a leash for my kid, but have I thought about it about a million times, especially when we had like planned trips to Disneyland. There was a point where Jack would not sit. He wouldn't sit still. And yeah, I thought about getting a leash for him because at least he could run and not get taken. Yeah, yeah. I think when we went to Disneyland when I was super little, I had I think I might have had one on, but I got lost without it. So I think that's why grandma got it. She's probably like I'm not doing this again. Yeah. Let's okay. Put them on. Before you go to the next um Okay. Sorry. Next one. So then with that, with kids running into the road, because where we live now, it's like pretty mellow. So when we go on walks, he baby Jay could just run through the road. Like, obviously, there's not a lot of cars. And if there are, and I've been trying to tell him, like, you know, stop, look both ways. Obviously, that he hears it, but he doesn't understand yeah. it. He's so like, fun. at what age do kids start realizing, like, oh, I shouldn't jump out into the road? Or is it just a continuous reiteration from parents? Continuous reiteration, I think. Ollie is very, very cautious and aware of his surroundings, and he does a pretty good job. But I still am constantly reminding him, constantly reminding him. Like when we go on walks or we're crossing the street, like slow down, look both ways. Or like where we live, we're right by a couple of parking lots for like a gas station. And then there's like a shopping center right next to us, too. So when we are walking out to get onto the main road, we pass those. And I'm constantly like, I hold Jack's bike or his arm or his scooter because people are crazy. And you never want, like, they come around corners, even in, like, neighborhood areas. People don't pay attention. It's so true. So it's a constant reiteration. Ollie, when he's playing baseball, like, he was playing baseball on Friday with some of his friends at the ballpark even. And they were hitting the ball into um, 
the parking lot. We were constantly yelling at him and his friends and they're eight, seven and eight years old. So we're constantly yelling at them like, pay attention, be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's a constant reiteration. I mean, growing up, we never paid attention to roads. Like we were out on the road 24 seven. It's true. It's true. Jeez. And then, okay. One more thing before we go to the next one, restaurants, that has been such a, uh, Maybe it's just me. Like that's such no. a stress-inducing situation when I'm eat. Elise and I will literally just be like, we're not going. Like we're gonna just pick food up. Like we're not going and sitting there. One of us is gonna have to hold baby Jay or entertain him now, while the other one hurry and eats, so then the other one can eat before their food gets cold. And it just turns into like this. Like you're not even enjoying the situation, you know? <laughs> no, you don't. But I have two sides to that. So yes. And you're at a really busy stage with baby Jay where it's like he just wants to go. He doesn't want to sit down. Even if you have a tablet for him, he probably doesn't want to sit down. Like he – there's so much going on. He's And baby Jay's a little busy, busy body. For sure. But I have two sides to that. So we always eat out because I hate cooking, which isn't my favorite thing. But we do eat out a lot. And I will say that because we did eat out so much when our kids were little, now that they're older – they do know how to behave in a restaurant. Like there is a, there was a period where it was like, man, should we even do this? Like Jack wants to run. He's throwing stuff everywhere. <clears throat> Sorry. He's throwing stuff everywhere. He's yelling, screaming, doing whatever, but it does pay off in the long run because yeah, I see some yeah. kids that are even like Ollie's age, which, okay, maybe not Ollie's age, maybe a little younger, who still like don't have the manners to eat at a restaurant. Yeah, it's true. You got to just get them exposed to it. And you yourself just have to be going to it prepared with your armor on. Mm -hmm. And I mean, for us, we also, I mean, we're in Vegas, so you can eat outside a lot during the summer or during the spring and winter and fall. But we also go to a lot of places that have outdoor eating. So it's not as stressful to keep them like calm and contained because they can be playing outside and it's you nice. just get a shot as soon as you sit down three shots of water yeah <laughs> three shots of espresso help my ADHD level me out a little no yeah but they okay. they do good okay third story um this one does talk poop the next two are poop stories so uh, a couple days ago I did an entire load of laundry and then found my daughter's poop in the washer. And then I rewashed the load and I found another poo in the side of the washer that socks get stuck in. So I had to rewash it again. So she is actually potty training her kids and I guess her daughter didn't tell her that she had an accident when she put her undies <laughs> in the, the laundry hamper and that's what it is. So well, good luck for that, potty training. That's another inevitable situation and uh i mean i know this daughter specifically and she's a stubborn potty trainer when it comes to taking poos and when we were <laughs> we were visiting and i called her out on it she had pooed in her undies and i was like oh you pooed and she glared at me for the rest of the night for tattletelling on her to her parents so she is a little sneaky pooer <laughs> 
That's so She's funny. really funny though. Well, then what's the solution? Look at look through everything before you put the loads in. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what she's gonna have to do now. Is check everything to make sure so she doesn't have to do forty five loads of laundry. What about okay? And then I'll, I'll make this quick. No. What about how often then through potty training are you changing the bed sheets? A lot. Like what's a lot? Like every night. Okay. Three well, I guess it actually week, depends on the kid. Five I times think, a week. I actually had this conversation with my cousin who my other cousin who's potty training or her little boy right now is I feel like the key to potty training, we'll have to do a whole episode on this, but it's also to wait until they're ready. So Ollie wasn't ready and he slept in pull-ups for like a year. So we actually didn't do a ton of like changing the sheets because he was in a pull-up. Jack had like no accidents at nighttime and we waited longer to potty train Jack. So he, I think Jack had one accident at nighttime when he was first starting. So we changed the sheets once. Ollie, probably a handful, but if you're going in there completely like no pull-ups, which honestly I recommend because pull-ups kind of are like a a crutch, then you're changing it like sometimes two or three times a night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or you just have like, you sleep or this is a trick too. I think I did this with Ollie a couple of times. I would put a towel down on the blankets and a hope that he, if he had an accident, it made it all on the towels. So I didn't have to wash the sheets. Yeah. Yeah. That makes <laughs> like sense. You try too. your best to figure it out. You get, you get real creative when you're really tired. Put a few puppy pads down like mom and call it a day. Literally, or like pull a big daddy Adam Sandler and just throw some newspaper down. <laughs> so okay, next one. Um, so again, this is a potty training story. It was while we were potty training, and they had were having a family dinner. So grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles were all over at their house. Um, he pooped in his pants, and. To get it out. Oh, wait. And it feel, oh, and it fell out. And then he proceeded to go to the kitchen and get a spoon out of the drawer and put the poo on the spoon and then yelled poo-poo the whole time <laughs> at family dinner. Yeah, that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? That's kind of funny, even though I'd be like, throw that spoon away now. Oh, I'm sure nobody... she did. I'm sure the spoon is gone. Put the spoon I'm... in the dishwasher. No, I would not even do that. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I mean, kids are creative they are. when it comes to bathroom stuff. So here's another one that is <laughs> so for funny. me personally, and it's not really like super embarrassing, but like it's still, it's, it's just a funny story. So obviously everyone knows that like I am white and my brother and sister are half black and my nieces and nephews are half black. And You are? All, yeah, you didn't know? Well, I mean, I have to turn on your camera. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) So I remember when Ollie was like two. No, he was probably like three. I was pregnant with Jack. He was starting to like recognize like differences of people, which is great. We love it. We support it. And we were in line at a gas station and he turned around and he was like, mom, why is him's black? Or no, he said, why is he brown? Why is him skin brown? And I'm like, 7 a.m. mortified. Like, I don't know this dude behind me, right? And I just was like, you know, all's like Heavenly Father just makes us all different. And then he said, oh, Hims looks like Dre and G. 
which are our cousins. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like super embarrassing, but it is one of those moments where you're like, yeah, like they do, which the guy started laughing, obviously, and he was thinking it was hilarious. And he just like gave me the nod of like, good answer. Like that's a perfect answer. But it's still kind of embarrassing. (laughs) You're like, sorry, he's not. uh... (laughs) I'm like, like, it's okay. Our families are brown. We're all brown, all brown over here. But well, no. the thing is, is think like if a little kid was like, if we travel to Asia or a place that where it's predominantly people of color or yeah. you know certain cultures, they'll do this like people who are lighter skin. They it's just yeah, and kids recognize that, and they don't know that it's really not a bad thing. You know, it's not we a bad adults thing, make it, it a bad thing. I think hearing your kid call out, even if it was like. A small person or something like it's still one of those things where you're like your initial thought is like please don't point out differences in people like as a parent or like if someone was disabled it would be like the same reaction where you're like oh please don't call out this person for looking different or acting different than us like please don't say anything I mean in that moment I honestly was so caught off guard that I was just like uh yeah, Heavenly Father makes us all different, buddy. Like, yeah, I think that's a good right. way to handle it. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's inevitable. I mean, again, he was three. But, like, I have Uncle Mark. I remember one story from my uncle that he would pretend like my grandma was beating him in the grocery store. Grandma told me the story. Like, she'd be like, come on, let's go, Mark. And he would just be like, why are you hitting me? I don't want to go home with you. <laughs> And grandma was so embarrassed. And I'm just like, kids can be just, they're just embarrassing. They, they're just in their own world. They are. And I'm like, I don't know. Kids, like, I don't even know how to explain it. That's so funny. So there's another embarrassing story that isn't for, from me, but um, from somebody we know. Okay. And this was when this person was a small, like a little girl. Okay. Um, first, first and foremost, if she's listening, she'll probably know. Um, <laughs> first and foremost, whenever her mom like was dating somebody, she always had to be like right in the middle of people. And uh, if her mom told know, her certain story. things about like a person. Then she would take time to like when she saw the person like my mom says you have like buck teeth or something. It was horse teeth. My mom said you have horse teeth. And then also with this little little girl, for some reason, she just farted all the time. She was the gassiest person I've ever known. (laughs) What? (laughs) And she would literally just sit and gas it up all over. And if you're listening. It's all love. <laughs> so that's your embarrassing story was that she was just stinky. She she was a gassy little thing. I also remember that specific person. Well, I don't remember, but the stories of her saying, yep, it was a friend of a person, a friend of a friend. Anyway, she said she came home and she goes, yep, you're you're there exactly where my mom said you'd be. Because you don't do anything. You don't got a job. Just waste waste away sitting there. <laughs> Something to that effect. And That's the guy so was funny. like, hmm, she said that, huh? <laughs> yeah. 
Gosh. Anyways, okay, I'll stop. She also hasn't that. changed. No, still gassy. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say she just says what she thinks know, or she has zero filter whatsoever. <laughs> it's just who she is as a person. She'll know exactly who she is when she hears this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those are just some fun stories. Do you have any more to add, Jafon? Mm, not that I can think of. I'm sure there will be some coming down the the memory the bank. Yeah, in the, the near future. But I think that it's just kind of funny to it's it's funny to hear other people's stories because it like helps you first realize like, okay, there are a lot of other parents dealing with very similar things. And then we can laugh like about it. But when you're in the midst of it, it's like sometimes it's a little bit chaotic and stressful. Yeah, but it's nice and it's not to as just, funny. It's not as funny, <laughs> but it is like funny to like talk about it after and like, can you believe that? I mean, so, also we've had like yeah. the classic like food getting spilled everywhere at a restaurant, waters. My kids always like they're like our sister Elise. They are the clumsiest, like least aware when it comes to drinks. So I can't tell you how many times we've had like an open cup at dinner and it just gets spilled everywhere. And like Landon is like mortified when that happens. That's so funny. I'm more just like, whatever it is, what it is. And Landon's like, are you serious? It's had to happen now. I think it happened recently. We're actually spilled all over everyone, which does suck, but what can you do? It's going to happen. You You want them all. So yeah, anyways, we love hearing your stories. I personally love these episodes where people send in like their comments and they share them. I think they're really fun. Yeah, I think so, we should do that more often around like certain things like people's experiences that they've had for people who yeah, are willing to share. Because I, I, I like agree. hearing that. I mean, you only have Me so too. much to say before I just like teeny wrap it up. I'm offended. <laughs> I like, I like hearing what you have to say too, teeny. Whatever, dude. I mean, obviously you do, or you wouldn't want to start this podcast with me. You obviously like me enough. Anyways. I, I also like <laughs> hearing other people's perspectives. And uh, No, I love it. I love hearing people's stories of their kids. I think it's fun. Yeah. Maybe we'll do like a pregnancy one. Those ones are fun, like a labor and delivery story. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been through it. Not for you. I'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. You were probably like, you were probably that guy who's like, man, this couch is so uncomfortable. No, well, while I'll, Elise I'll, is like giving birth, <laughs> you're like Elise was, and I was like trying to help. I'm like, my shoulder's so sore because I was like trying. To, <laughs> I was like, Ew. I, I don't think I said that to her. I said it later, and I was like, what am I saying? Yeah, you should <laughs> check yourself. You're like, man, this chair is so uncomfortable, but it's fine. It's fine. Like, I'll just, I'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> while, while she's like going through it. No, I wasn't that bad sure (laughs) we'll have her on this episode the next episode we'll get the truth i'm so calm and peaceful anyways we love you guys so much (laughs) thank you all for tuning in don't forget to like share subscribe review send to all your friends and family because we're funny and yeah we love you guys thank you everybody and yes what what do we got to remember teeny what you do today create tomorrow thanks jack <laughs> jack's ipad just died <laughs> okay Talk to xoxo you soon. love you guys bye bye